1: Welcome to the Get Fit Guys, quick and dirty tips to slim down and shape up, in which we're going to talk about whether you should quit exercising. My name is Ben Greenfield, I'm the Get Fit Guy, and we've actually reached a milestone. This is episode number 200, so I figured why not celebrate this momentous occasion by telling you to stop exercising. At least, that's what I was tempted to do. Why? Well, in the past week, I've been randomly exposed to snippets of research showing how bad exercise can be for you. First, I read this new study that found that female triathletes are at risk of pelvic floor disorders like urinary or bowel incontinence as well as female athlete triad syndrome, the symptoms of which include reduced energy as a result of poor eating patterns, menstrual problems, and abnormal bone density. Yikes. Next, a report this week on a cluster of studies on osteoarthritis show that there seems to be a high prevalence of excessive joint breakdown and arthritis, especially in the lower limbs among former elite athletes from team and individual sports compared to people from the general population and other occupational sectors. And finally, the icing on the cake occurred while I was, ironically, driving to a Spartan race. I was listening to a TED Talks presentation by Dr. James O'Keefe entitled, Run for Your Life, at a Comfortable Pace and Not Too Far. It's a very interesting presentation, and I'll actually put a link to it in the show notes over at QuickAndDirtyTips.com for this episode, episode 200. In the presentation, which I actually talked about before in the episode is running bad for you, Dr. O'Keefe points out some pretty compelling research that shows that many of us may really be overdoing our fitness sessions. According to the talks, the fitness pattern for conferring longevity and robust lifelong cardiovascular health are distinctly different from the patterns that develop peak performance or marathon endurance. Extreme endurance training and racing can take a toll on your long term cardiovascular health. For the daily workout, it may be best to have more fun and endure less suffering in order to attain ideal heart health. Now, if you're like me, you may certainly like to look for the silver lining in such clouds of exercise doom. The fact is, exercise can certainly make you happier, make you healthier, and make you live longer. The trick is simply not to overdo it. And in this episode, you're about to learn how. Do you want a beautiful lawn?
0: Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com. T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed.
2: Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. And now by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one of a kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com/podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com/podcast25.
1: So, what are some practical methods you can use to ensure you're not overdoing exercise? Well, here are five quick and dirty tips. The first is to look for signs. As I discuss in my newsletter, can you exercise too much, four ways to know if you're overdoing it are, one, you're always getting sore or injured frequently, two, you have trouble sleeping or are constantly fatigued, three, your morning resting heart rate begins to get consistently higher, and four, you sacrifice family, work, or personal obligations to exercise instead. Next, control inflammation. Exercise can increase oxygen utilization to over 10 to 20 times your resting state, and all that extra oxygen consumption then increases production of something called free radicals, which are produced as the oxygen is used to convert energy into ATP for muscle contractions. This enhanced free radical generation can cause oxidative damage to muscles and other tissues. Although regular physical exercise can build your antioxidant free radical defense system, intense and high-volume exercise can overwhelm these defenses and cause significant free radical damage. So be sure not to overdo exercise and also eat a diet high in anti-inflammatory compounds. A good place to start to learn about that would be my fellow Quick and Dirty Tips podcaster, the Nutrition Divas website, which is at inflammationfactor.com. Next, number three is to ditch the sugar. There is a propensity for exercise enthusiasts to spend lots of time at coffee shops and bakeries, engaging in daily chronic consumption of scones, big healthy muffins, baked goods, bagels, artisan breads, and then later in the evening post-workout, they're back to pasta, lasagna, spaghetti, pizza, and more carb-laden foods. And in between their meals is a constant steady intake of sugar-packed energy bars, energy gels, energy drinks, or energy chews. Well, not only do these constantly surging blood sugar levels cause sugar addiction and damage to blood vessels and nerves, but they vastly increase your risk for type 2 diabetes as the cell surface receptors for insulin eventually become less and less sensitive to elevated insulin levels while attempting to shove all that extra sugar into muscles. So break the sugar addiction. Try spending two weeks on a slightly lower-carbohydrate diet, even if that means your exercise levels need to be slightly decreased during that time. If you're addicted to exercise, changing to a low-carb intake can be near to impossible, so often you must first break your exercise addiction and then break your sugar addiction. This may require something as dramatic as an extended vacation to a place where you only have access to healthy food but where you don't have your bike, your gym, your swimsuit, and goggles or your running shoes to run off any extra unhealthy food that you might eat. Next is to not get addicted. Consistent exercise does cause your body to produce endorphins, which are hormones secreted by your pituitary gland to block pain, decrease anxiety, and create feelings of euphoric happiness. But endorphins are chemically similar to the drug morphine, so for many people, compulsive exercise can be psychologically addictive. For regular exercisers, and especially for bodybuilders, triathletes, cyclists, or marathoners, reducing or stopping exercise suddenly or even missing one single workout can result in depression, stress, and anxiety. This mouse-on-a-wheel attraction to exercise can result in overtraining, missing family obligations and social gatherings because of an intense need to exercise, and a worry that fitness will be lost or weight will be gained with a day of missed exercise. The pursuit of exercise moves from a way to experience the beauty of nature or spend time with friends to a feeling of going to work or being stuck in a rut. So be sure to have at least one day per week on which you don't exercise, or on which your exercise involves no structure, like playing a new sport. Unless you're paid for your physical performance, if your exercise ever begins to feel like a job, then switch to something new and fresh. And finally, engage in alternate ways to satisfy your brain, like cooking, wine tasting, music, reading a new book, social events, funny movies or comedy clubs, and even sex. Finally, take care of your joints. I was playing on the trail with my boys yesterday, and a man ran by with a scowl across his face. Perhaps his sour disposition was due to the knee brace on his right leg, the exercise strap above his left IT band, and the compression sleeve on his elbow. Despite his body falling to pieces, he was limping along this trail, trying to push his body through a run. Well, since exercise is addictive, you'll often see exercise enthusiasts trying to push through and continue chronic repetitive motion training no matter what often to the continued detriment and breakdown of the body's worn and tired joints. Well, if you like the idea of knee replacements, hip replacements, and not being able to play in the backyard with your grandkids without teeth-gritting pain, then strap on that brace and head outside to run through the pain. Otherwise, just stop. In addition... Make a point to run on a wide variety of running surfaces and terrains, and avoid only exercising in one plane of motion. Like running, cycling, and swimming are typically only front-to-back activities. So instead, you can choose other activities with side-to-side motions like tennis, basketball, or soccer, and attempt to address a wide range of musculature with your exercise patterns. Weight training counts too. Know how to identify when you're just pushing through the pain because you simply must exercise. And then find something else to do instead, like cross-training, reading a book, or picking up a musical instrument. Whew, please don't misinterpret me. Because I do indeed believe that a lifetime of healthy physical activity is one of the best things you can do for your body and your brain. And that's why they call me the get fit guy. But a lifetime of indiscriminate, chronic, repetitive motion exercise like a rat on a wheel or excessive exercise as an addiction is entirely another matter. And you ought to seriously reconsider your priorities if you're stuck in that rut. Well, if you have more questions about whether you should quit exercising or how much exercise is too much exercise, then join the conversation over at Facebook.com slash GetFitGuy. So, Until next time, I'm Ben Greenfield, the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit, but just be careful too. Why are
2: smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system.